is May the 17th, 2022. I had to read that one. Yeah. Because I really <laughs> didn't know. No. Oh, man. So, uh, what's up, Levi? Oh, I've just been staying busy, you know. I've been uh, uh, just going to work every day, trying to keep up with this news, man. It's a crazy world out there right now. Yeah, so what, but, are, you, uh, what are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at the one voice of reason that seems to be... Uh, present in the United States Congress at this time, and that is uh, Senator Rand Paul. He, uh, I think it's it's awesome that he has stood up against this uh, $39 billion Ukrainian bill, you know. How many people voted against it? I I believe 10 10 Republicans. In Senate. In in the the Senate. Senate. But there was more in, there was more in Congress. In the House. In the House. House Yeah, in the House. I'm sorry. Uh, that voted against it, like maybe close to fifty total or something, something possibly. Like that, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's a that is that is a, like a, a breath of fresh air. But we'll just play this clip that Rand Paul put on his Instagram. Yeah, uh, no, I think that it's I a heard great today. Clip. But I would really like to. This isn't this isn't like fanboying for anybody. This is I, I I like what he says at the end, and I think it's so important because Congress, like his role in Congress, is is not to run the country. The idea is that everybody has a say-so to run the country. That's the idea, right? But what Congress is, is it is important in the process. And when you have people in Congress that just have sold out the American people in, in totality, and, I, and, and towards the end of this, this is a short clip, but especially towards the end what he says, really want to hyper-focus on that. But this is Senator Rand Paul. Our national security is threatened. Not by Russia's war on Ukraine, but by Congress's war on the American tax people, taxpayer. The vast majority of Americans sympathize with Ukraine and want them to repel the Russian invaders. But if Congress were honest, they'd take the money from elsewhere in the budget or ask Americans to pay higher taxes or, heaven forbid, loan the money to Ukraine instead of giving it to Ukraine. But Congress will do what Congress does best spend other people's money. I, for one, will not. I will vote no. Somehow, somewhere, a voice of fiscal sanity must remain vigilant, must remain stalwart and steady in a sea of fiscal madness. Yeah, see, that is that that ending part right there. I think that is where Congress is important. If, yep. if, if they're selling everybody out, man, it's just one more barrier. Not only even a barrier, I mean, it's a huge, it is a, a large part of, of, of the decisions that get made, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think that's... that's no, that's a great said. clip, you know? I mean, he's absolutely right. I think that the vast, like, like he said, the vast majority of Americans do sympathize with Ukraine. You know, we... we, we see them, you know, as, as fighting off an invader the same way our ancestors, you know, did Absolutely. here in America, you know, and of course we're going to sympathize with that position. Uh, but I think that also at the same time, a majority of Americans today are starting to realize that uh, this game of empire that the United States has been playing for the past 70 or 80 years now is coming to a point where we we can't keep doing it anymore. You know, and I think people really realize that even the ones who who might be war hawks and who might have a lot of faith in the uh in the uh, you know the world order that America perpetuates at this moment in time 
I think even in the back of their heads, they have to be, you know, coming to some terms with, with, with some numbers, <laughs> you know, that yeah. things just cannot keep going this way, you know. And when it comes to all these, uh, all these aid packages to Ukraine, you know what? What was the first aid package we sent to Ukraine? Uh, Something like it, it was in the millions. Yeah. You know, it was in the millions. It certainly wasn't in the billions. Yeah. Certainly wasn't forty billion dollars. Yeah. You know, forty billion dollars is more than we spent the entire first year in Afghanistan, and we're sending Ukraine in one payment. And, and next month, there will probably be another aid package that we'll send to Ukraine. Probably will be even more than $40 billion, Probably closer to 70 or $80 billion Because... And when will it ever Ukraine stop? When this, will it ever stop? Is there, is there an end date? You no, know, there's not an end date. Because uh, this, this whole idea that Ukraine can fight off Russia... Ukraine cannot fight off Russia... But, but here, the United States can fight off Russia via Ukraine yeah. through our arms and through our ammunition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, you, but and this whole I mean, most of the shipments that we send over to you, to Ukraine are just getting bombed by the Russians almost immediately. Anyway, very yeah, little and, of it and, is and, actually making it to the front line. And here's the other thing: is like regardless of whether or not they can win, whether or not they like, if they want to take on that battle. It's it's for no other human to decide, right? You know that's the battle they're going to take on, but and you know I'd probably agree with you. Their their chances of winning that are, are slim, especially with no help. Here here's the real the real crux of our issue here, and what Rand Paul is getting into is that what do the American people like? How much do they really have to pay more for things that that they can't control? Right. The outcome of you know is no matter how bad they want to, yeah. they can't. And and uh, you can throw all the money at it in the world you want to throw at it. It's just creating more conflict and more problems. And uh, I think that's just not it's not a smart thing to do with with your with your money. You know, like as a country, like no matter what you think, it just doesn't seem like that's a good investment. Right. You know, to, to be taking place in that over there right now. It just doesn't. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, you want to give people aid and help people out, man. But, I mean, when things like that happen, for sure, I think that's good to to do that. I, um, I don't think anybody would argue. No, I'm sure there are people that would argue to just say to hell with it and just mind your own business completely. But I, I think most most American people would vote to help people. And need help, but that is that really making progressing the war, sending weapons, more weapons, and more weapons, and more weapons. No. Ironically, this forty billion just went through, you know, f- to Ukraine. And didn't Joe Biden? Wasn't he just down at one of the largest weapon manufacturers doing a speech mm-hmm. recently? I yeah. mean, doesn't it all? It all clicks, right? It's oh, like yeah. no, it's a, you know, war is a racket. General Smedley Butler yeah. wrote that. You know, but sure. I mean, I mean. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> and uh, no, absolutely nothing they're doing right now is uh, is doing anything at all to bring this war to an end. It's it's in fact pretty much everything they're doing seems to be designed to be accelerating this war. You know, the I good mean, thing uh, is is that the war is what the proxy war that's going on is constitutional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
No, is I, there I, even I a debate about that? <laughs> of course not. That's long gone to our point. We've said. Yeah, it no. The Constitution is more like guidelines. You know? Yeah, it's more. Yeah, not even. It's more not like even, an ancient yeah. document that right. somebody will dig up one day and said, "Oh, a country went by that for a while. Why'd they leave it?" You know. Yeah. And it'd be like we didn't even know we left it. We just did. Pretty much. Just people in power just guided us right off that ship somewhere along the line, you know? Yep. And, you know, right right along the way, as a matter of fact. Because, you know, in my opinion, and this is one thing that I think is absolutely true, and uh, I think it's hard to debate, and I feel like that uh, when you're when you're talking about this, uh, since I'm just bringing it up, I'm kind of taking a, a, a side note here, but... Uh, it, in the con- in the preamp like what is the first a bill of rights what what was the first written like we the people of the United States in order to form a more perfect union like what is that that's the, that's the constitution that's the constitution right? right like that's the beginning of it that's the preamble of right. the constitution right and it talks yep. about all men are created equal yep. there should have been no slavery of any sort in a country like that instantly with those words you know what I'm saying right that 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 creates a foundation of hypocrisy right away. It's unavoidable. But, but, here's the thing. Fucking, this country has grown into something that we realize could be a special thing where people from all over the world do get along under a a guideline of some sort of common sense. Right. You know, and this is where we're going to transition a little bit. Because... It seems like that common sense to me, and I want to bring this up. This, I was thinking about this today, and I wanted to bring this up. Like, change is always going on in the world. No matter what anyone wants to believe, it's just something that, that is happening that we're all a part of. Right. You know, in our own way. And uh, that's fine. I th- you know, we can acknowledge that, and we can accept that in our lives, that the way things are right now is not how they're probably going to be in 10 years. Maybe they're not drastically changed for some people, and maybe for some people it's completely different, right? But when you lose sight of common sense and, like, commonality and, like, language and speaking and just, like, the things that we've evolved, like, that's evolution in certain ways. Like, we've evolved as humans to have these languages and these ways of communicating things to each other and understanding of biology and the science and the stars and the universe and when you throw all that out the window for ideology you become in a really dangerous place do you know what i mean right. and and in this country the country i live in we have done that all of us have let go of that so if it means to get back to some like to some sort of like guideline like founding principle of like trying to trying to uh move forward in a productive way you know but we we, it's got to be based in some common sense it's gone it's all gone like it's just the propaganda out there and and the i mean there's places where if you go right now and you try to i mean you know people might yell at you for calling for mistaking someone who you thought was a boy, yeah. it was a girl. And, and, and it might be a reasonable mistake. And you might, as a person, not even really mean to be doing it, but you could be kind of scolded and re-educated. And it's like, who really needs to be re-educated right now? Right. You know, I'm following what, I've, what, what humans have evolved, which you, people preached 
Yeah, no, about we, ev- and still do we, preach we, we about have evolution. evolved to be able to look at a face and tell whether or not it's a male or a female. Yeah, biologically. You know, bi- you yeah, know? biologically. Yeah. And I mean, regardless of what someone feels, like... That's oh, only like, one oh, example. Okay. That's only man, one example. Uh, yeah, I'm just yeah, going to say yeah. this real quick, though. If you're a man, and you can... you Let's say you transition real early in life, you know, and you go through all the surgeries, and... I mean, by the end of it, you might even look like a woman, you know? Shit, you might be one of those trannies that, you know, like, you you could almost pass as a woman, you know? But still, a thousand years from now, some archaeologist is going to dig your bones up, and guess what he's going to say? This was a man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. This was a male. Because it's in your bones, it's in your genes. You know, that that's all I, that's all I was Absolutely. That, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that... Uh, you know, another example is like for any for anybody for any group of people to be subjugated to have to be looked upon as like just in that group of people. Like, if you're white, you're in this group of people. If you're black, you're in this group of people. If you're in if you're Asian, you're in this group of people. Oh, you're Hispanic, you're in this group of people. Like that is not the way the world works, dude. You know, there is all types of people from all different types of backgrounds everywhere. Yep. So that's like that's like losing common sense, like going backwards. You know, it, it, it can't happen, man. Like it, it, it can't in a productive society. Right. So the writing to me is on the wall. You can't. Here's another example. Hey, Russia and the Ukraine are having territorial issues and have been for years, and we live like. How many thousands of miles away do we even live from where the the closest part of where that conflict is? Four thousand miles. Few thousand, yeah, a few thousand. For sure. Yeah. You know, because from here, I mean, what from here to we'll say three thousand to be safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're clear in Texas, so that's a lot of miles just to get yeah. to the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, you can say from New York to yeah. I'll even say from New York to the closest part of that conflict. Right. How far is it? You know, and uh, at some point. You have to realize at the same time that's happening and we're sending money over there and getting involved in these never-ending conflicts that is going to end no good. How do you know that, man? How do you know this is going to end no good? I don't know. It couldn't be like what happened back in August with Afghanistan. <laughs> you know? I mean, the it's impossible, man. The common sense is gone with everything. What do you think is going to happen? So if you're an American... And you and you're not do you're just going to work. It's not your fault, right? You you just we're just doing your thing, not paying attention. Hey, I don't control that. I can't fucking, dude. This ain't gonna end well. What do you think's gonna happen if that continues? That can't just continue. No, yeah. You know I something has that, to be uh, said. People have to take some type of action to continue to push that machine out, and right. with at, with li- as peacefully as possible, with a little backfire from what they try to do because they try to radicalize people they try to make people violent you know they try to make this happen and you have to try to um you know peacefully deal with it if you can but but it's it you know it makes people violent you know and 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 and, you know i i read i've read some points this actually this is one thing too and you can make it you can kind of comment on this after and i'll look something up real quick but yeah you uh you know I have always said, like, I think, like, video games and movies and, and, and culture moving in, like, darker ways, like, desensitizes people. And, uh, you know, from 
listening to another side of that debate where people are like, I've played video games my entire life and I'm fine. I've been yeah. able to manage it. And, and I do wonder, actually, is like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Do you know what I mean? Is it a massive distrust in a society that drives people to have these thoughts and create these games and these movies and and create this art? Or is the art trying to make people think a certain way? Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I mean, you know, there's so, like there's the theory out there of like predictive programming that Hollywood exactly drops breadcrumbs and stuff for our future and stuff like that and and uh, and to sway our thinking in one way or the other, which you know, I, I think certain Hollywood movies are especially absolutely, now. especially nowadays, absolutely are made to sway our thinking. I think a great example is a movie we all watched not too long ago called Don't Look Up. Oh, I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, t- you know, talk about a movie that's meant to make you think. You know, whatever happened to that Epstein and, show? Remember the Epstein show? That yeah. was, like, did those just stop? Or I, yeah, I haven't heard anything new about that. Yeah, I think they just killed themselves. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, when it, when it comes to like video games and violence and in uh, television and stuff desensitizing us, I think that uh, I definitely think that there are people that that could happen to. You know, I. Uh, you know, even back in the eighties, you had you had kids killing each other, trying to you know mimic what they saw wrestlers doing. You know, in the in the in the WWE and stuff like that. You know, or, or it wasn't the WWE back then? But uh, no, I definitely think that that does happen, and I think that when people. Like I mean, before we before we started the show today, we were talking about that the uh, the Buffalo shooter, you know, that happened over the weekend. Man, God. and uh, you know, like what in the hell, man? What what makes people like that's deep, right? What makes well, first, somebody? I think that first of all, the, the first crazy. thing that has to be said for the Buffalo shooter guy is that this is someone who was obviously a deeply troubled yeah, person for real, to begin man. with. Uh, this is you know, they, in hindsight, in right, hindsight, right. now knowing. What yeah. people only around him assume. Well, he had right? threatened to shoot his school up last no, year. No, that's that's. You just... know, he. I mean, th- this is someone that somebody he definitely should have had their eye. Uh, yeah, had yeah. issues. You know, the, uh, May, obviously major, major issues, man. Right, and I think that this is someone who probably got themselves pretty locked into a deep echo chamber in 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 places like 4chan and Reddit and stuff like that. You know, uh, someone who just. Radicalized. Could, radicalized by, I don't even know how to like, what the word is I'm trying to look for here, by like not, by association, what? not being able to understand or comprehend different opinions, different views. Yeah. You know, yeah, this sure, is someone sure. who, this is someone who, And it got know, an echo chamber, uh, essentially. Who, yeah, in an echo chamber. Yeah. This is someone who believed in the in the in the replacement theory, you know, which we you know we can have a debate about the replacement theory yeah, and whether or not that's so radically though, right. Yeah. But this isn't someone who was just concerned with with ensuring you know whatever those fourteen words are the the future for the white race or whatever. This is someone who walked into a store and decided that he needed to kill people of another race. 
And I, this is what I was doing. I'm tying this back around to what you were saying earlier. How we, a culture, any society has to have something that connects it, right? There has to be some sort of cultural glue to a society. Otherwise, it will fall apart. And in a culture like ours here in America, where we're our, we are multicultural, that glue has to be individual liberty. And with individual liberty, that means that you can love and respect and, and honor your own culture and heritage and ancestors, but you also have to let other people honor and respect their culture and their ancestors, Absolutely. you know, that this is, but it also has to work the other way around, you know, and, and, and if any group or race starts to feel like they're, like they can't celebrate, you know, their own ancestors, their own heritage. Like if the media you know? is constantly propagating, um, you know, division and hate between right. the groups as well. You know? I mean, they, they, they obviously do that. You know, it's, I think it's, it, that way, I think it, from media standpoint, it is intentional. Right. You know? You know, they, the, the, it reminds me of this quote, and I'm honestly not I'm even, not peeing I'm, right now, dude. I'm pouring water. I'm pouring some water. <laughs> it's like that Adam Sandler. Did y'all ever hear that Adam Sandler? Uh, the skit where he's like, hey, man, let me in first, dude. I really got to pee. And he's like, oh, man, yeah. oh, we'll look it up after. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to check it hey, out. If, you, if you're listening to this and you're an Adam Sandler fan, go up and look at it. Look up uh, Adam Sandler, really long pee or something. Uh, really yeah, I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Pretty funny. Uh, no, but yeah, it, it, what we were talking about reminds me of this, uh, this quote, and I'm not real sure where the quote actually comes from. I've always seen it ascribed to William Wallace. Is apparently where this quote comes from. I don't know that for sure. Is that Braveheart? But it's a, it's the guy from yeah. It's the, yeah, the guy the real guy. It's the not real, Mel Gibson. Yeah, you won't find this this line in the movie. But apparently, this is something the real William Wallace either said or wrote or whatever. Uh, and the quote is: "Any society which suppresses the heritage of its conquered minorities, prevents their history, or denies them their symbols, has sown the seeds of their own destruction." You know. And this works, this works all the way around. You know, there is no one race or culture that you get to just put a cap on and say, no, you can't be this, you know, race or culture. You know, you have to be like our culture, yeah. you know. And this has historically in the, in the past, I'm not trying to say that white people have just been completely guiltless of this. Of course, obviously, they have not, you know. Uh, but as humans, now, it's something anybody could get get. No matter right. the color of your skin, that's the entire point. Right. We're humans. You, know? you can fall into anybody can fall into that type of radicalism. You know, yeah. for sure, for yeah. sure. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess all I was trying to say is that this was a deeply troubled person, and I'm yeah. absolutely not trying to justify in any way, shape, or form what oh, he did. Absolutely uh, not. But. Man. You know, As a matter of fact, this one, this one particularly to me, is extremely disturbing. Just right. how, you know, the entire you know writing of of a manifesto and that type of, I mean, this it's like that's like that's that's dark, dude. That's right. real dark shit, man. Like that is bad, you know. I mean, yeah, that, but that, I, mean, that, I, mean, that, I, I will say that if this doesn't 
open some people's eyes and make some people hit these hit the brakes on this race baiting crap that you can only expect more of more of this sort of crap yeah, to happen in, our in country, the future. No one wants if to we see don't hit the brakes shit, on man. this, if, yeah. if things don't change, we're, we're catching little glimpses of our future here. You know, yeah. Yeah, for sure. The right that's what, and that's going back to that. All the common sense, like the writing's on the wall. And remember, still, still overseas. You know, doing things that that are gonna could very well come back to haunt us in very bad ways. All of us, and we're sitting here. You know. Talking, you know, have radicalizing people from different races. I mean, it's insane, man. You know, it's like, it's insane. It's insane no matter what you're doing, man. People just want to have a good life, try to have a good life, you know, do the best they can. Maybe try to raise some generational wealth for their kids if they can. Like, you're right, man. Individual liberty is important. You know, liberty on the on the smallest level and working up from the grassroots from there. And right. people participating. You know, in their communities and having a say so, man, that it, it is, it is. You know, part of having a say so is showing up and having a say so, right. right? That is part of it as well. Not just being allowed to, you know, showing up and, and having a say so. Yep. But yeah, that's a yeah, that's pretty deep. And I did look at this too, actually. Yeah, is what were you uh, looking up there? I was looking up how far that New York, from New York to the Ukraine is 4,775 miles. It's almost 5,000 miles. Almost 5,000 miles, yep. So, needless to say, you know, it's, uh, you know, it goes on and on, man. But, yep. what else is going and, on, man? Well, I mean, back back to the, back to the, uh, you know, the conflict news. Uh, like we were saying earlier, no, nothing that they're doing right now, not, it doesn't seem like anything is aimed at de-escalating anything, you know, at this point. I mean, as the United States continues to ship billions of dollars worth of military aid, arms and equipment to into Ukraine, and also has troops on the ground in neighboring countries such as Poland training Ukrainian soldiers. You know, we actually there are United States soldiers in Poland right now training Ukrainian soldiers. So that the Ukrainian soldiers can be sent back to Ukraine and sent to the front lines. Yeah, it's obviously to kill it's obviously escalating, right? Like, right. You know, the, the, nothing about that is de-escalatory. Yeah. And every single day, it gets harder and harder for the U.S. and NATO to say that they are no part of this conflict. I mean, come on, no. It, it is about time to admit that we are in a proxy war with Russia right now. Okay. I mean. We, We've already, uh, the, the uh, I believe it was the uh, U.S. Secretary of Defense has already stated that the, the goal now is no longer to just defend Ukraine. The goal is now actually to cripple Russia, Russia's economy, and its military to the point where they can no longer ever again pose a threat in Eastern Europe. You know, so we're already presenting this existential yeah, yeah, I mean, threat this thing is to Russia. Yeah. You, we can't expect Russia to see these sorts of things and 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 de-escalate anything. In yeah. fact, it it really only gets their finger a little closer to that button, if you ask me. But uh, one of the biggest things that's in the news right now with that is uh, the news of Finland potentially oh, yeah. joining NATO. This is yeah, a this yeah. is this is looking like it's going to be a a real possibility. Uh, Turkey is threatening to block the NATO membership for Sweden and for Finland. I guess Sweden is also uh, talking about joining Sweden. NATO. 
Sweden, yeah. Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. You know, so those Swiss bank accounts ain't going to be so safe anymore, you know, yeah. because, I mean, that, that, you know, let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about this idea that Sweden and Finland, two countries that were have been neutral straight through World War Two. Yeah, only Switzerland probably more so, really. Yeah. You know? Like but they are. They are they are. They're they're neutral. Yeah, I said Swiss, not Swiss. Yeah, yeah, I said no, Swiss, but I know what you mean. Sweden. No, but yeah. I know what you mean. Was, because no, no because part. they are they are lumped in that category with countries that are neutral. You know, yeah. and have and have historically been neutral. You know, so I think that's a uh, you know it's a fair point, and and, and I, uh, I think that's a real sign of the times is when you see countries that have been neutral for over eighty years, all of a sudden want to jump on jump in with NATO. You know, I can absolutely see how in their minds they see what's going on right next door to them, and they're like, hell yeah, let's join NATO, and then we got the big umbrella, you know, of the of you know that big promise of Article Five and. If anybody touches our soil, we've got American, you know, we've got America to come fight our battles for us. Is that seems to me to be the the, uh, the attitude here? And I'm not. This is no discredit to the French. I mean, not the French. The uh, the Finnish military man. I, I've watched some videos and seen some clips of the the Finnish military. All you know, every country, yeah. and, and you know, and that's another thing. Why does Finland and uh, and Sweden have such you know, I, I'd say badass militaries compared to many other European countries, even NATO countries. That's because these are countries that have had, they're defending themselves. You know, they've been neutral, so they haven't really been part of a war since Napoleon marched through Europe, basically. But they also have these these very uh, very professional militaries because they understood that if war ever comes to their soil, they've got to defend themselves. They don't have yeah. a NATO alliance to go through. Yeah, exactly. Here, you know? Exactly right. And, uh, yeah. you know, I... Hey, I, look, it's just... Yeah. I, and this is... And I get... And I... and I, I, You know, we're going to watch, as we do this show, we're going to watch these transgressions over the course of our lives here that we're all living in. And, uh, you know, there really isn't anything we can do about it except for our daily lives, and that is true. And, and also... To, to wake up and to focus that this stuff happens, man. Like, this, like you can sit there and say what you want. And the, the other thing I was saying earlier that I want to tie back to real quick before I forget again is that uh, the other side of the video game and movie debate, in my opinion, like right. thinking more about it, actually, I really do feel like that a lot of art, art is actually a reflection of society. Um, I don't know many artists that I've met and come across, anyways, that try to manipulate people's thinking by what they write. I think they moreover write either things they've seen or read, historically speaking, or ideas maybe they've had in their head that are just loose, random thoughts that they've had, right. or they are reflecting the times that they live in and, and, and the place they live in. You know, yeah. like their reflection. They're not a... So if you have Grand Theft Auto and you're like, oh, because of Grand Theft Auto, everyone's going out and doing crazy shit. No, 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 no. People were going out and doing crazy shit. Right. And they created Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like some creator said, well, shit, we live in this type of world. I mean, so what sells is what people... It's the type right. of rush they you get, know. you know? And so I don't... 
I, I think what's more, what does that more is when you lose trust, like what you were saying, when there's not that common thread that, it, that people in a country or a society have together and they all, and it starts to fraction, it starts to fall apart and, and there starts to be a real lack of trust. A lot of promises are broken and a lot of bad things are done in the name of progress and all this, you know, and, you know, yeah, I mean, it decays from within and then all of a sudden, you know, boom, you have a reflection in what the art becomes and what the culture right. becomes, you know, it's yep. not, it's not those people to blame. Right. You know, they just are, they are saying something. It's like, we could talk about, uh. Eminem, when we were kids, his mm -hmm. lyrics, you could say, were his lyrics, did they make a whole bunch of people go out and do things? Now, maybe some people did listen to Eminem and thought, oh, wow, I got a home with this guy. Yeah. And it does make him think, you know, a little crazier. And that's possible. It could, it could very well do that. But at the same time, what is he a product of? Right. You know, a broken home, feeling like he doesn't, you know, probably lack of trust, you know. And, and he's reflecting that in his art. Right. You know? And so, the, and then it speaks to people because that's already happened. You know? Yep. It's interesting, actually. It's a very deep oh, yeah. concept, really. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and, and my mind has been opened about that a little bit, man. Like, I really do feel like, because I, I listened to Eminem religiously and, and a bunch, all, I mean, I listened to all music growing up. All right. of the 90s music from the most, you know, crazy of it to the to the to the best most clean of it you know i was we we all listened to whatever yeah. was there you know and uh we heard we heard it all right and i mean again i i'm able to understand that you know who's right. to say that other people can't understand that but someone just some people are just sick too man some people just have problems oh, yeah, in their absolutely. head and they're, anything's going to trigger them you can blame it on whatever Yep. And, and and I guess to to my point, what I think is like, it's not just one little thing. This is a huge issue of why it's become this, you know, the, this the value of life, human life has become this like, I don't know, uncared for. You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, and that's another. I mean, <clears throat> to to get into another aspect of this. As gun owners, I think that gun owners a lot of times make a, a big uh, leap when they first hear about some big shooting like what happened in Buffalo over the uh, weekend. And there was actually like five shootings or something like that over the weekend. My I know, God. you know, one of them was in, you know, the uh, the California one, the the, uh, the Chinese national dude. Yeah, man. Uh, but uh, a lot of times... As soon as gun owners will hear about this, they'll say, oh, man, you know, now they're going to use this to come after our guns. You know, they're going to use this. And, 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 you know, they're probably right, you know, that they have a basis for saying stuff like that, you know. But I don't think that's the first thing that should come to someone's mind when they hear about something like this. I think the first thing that should come to mind is, man, that guy was crazy. And what could have, what could have been different in this situation that could have, prevented as much bloodshed as there was, right? And one thing that I was reading about in the, in this shooter's manifesto, one reason he chose Buffalo, 
Why do you think he chose Buffalo? Oh, an urban area where people don't have guns. Gun yeah. control. And and again, yep. he's a he's obviously like he's he's not even a racist. He is a a, a white supremacist, yeah. obviously that that wanted to hurt other races, like you said. Yep. So that's another reason picked a community in which he could target people and then also target people that were unarmed you know yep unarmed you know there wasn't there someone and we can look this up there, there might have been someone guard. armed and, and he did shoot him right, right but the but guy was wearing a vest, uh, vest yep, he was wearing plates you know you know uh, dude props so to that guy props to that guy though man oh yeah to so that security does. guard yeah. man that guy is an absolute hero man and followed technique Yep. Probably aimed center mass yep. and did everything he was probably taught and instructed to do, man. Right. Honest to God. And, and just got in the crossfire with someone who was much more armed and much more ready for that type of a situation. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, if we see some sort of in, in legislation introduced to the House sometime soon about uh, regarding body armor. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me, given this situation. Uh you know, I know that there's a lot of body armor floating around out there right now that they couldn't really do anything about, but they could potentially stop the uh, the further sale of it to civilians, uh, which is something they have tried to do in the past and failed. But this could add uh, further steam to that to that agenda because when they because when they illegalize things, you, there's never a black market for anything. Right. You know, I mean, get out of here. You think these weapon manufacturers aren't going to sell it to people in America in the black market too? They want to sell it too. They, yep. You know, it, it's a um, we get it. You know, you you know these people want money, and sometimes and 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 whatever industry you're talking about, they want money and they don't care about the human life. We have lost track of the human life, and all of that along the way, man. And and people homes have been broken. People have been violated, man. People have lost sense of what we're even doing as people. I feel like in yeah. a lot of ways. And uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's a, it's a it look it's it's a it's a scary time, but at the same time, at the very same time, it's a time in which you you can, you know, you can really grow in times like this. You know, and I know that sounds crazy, uh, but that's all you can really do, man. You can learn, and you can listen to people, and you can talk to people, and you can do your best to try to understand uh, where people are coming from and try to inflict uh, something positive back onto the world, you know, and whatever that means to you, you know. People can make that decision. That's there all the time, you know, for sure, you know. But, I mean, you know, really... I mean, when you talk about these conflicts, like, they're not... The problem is here that you can do that, yes. But you, what, what you can't do, and I, and, I w- and I think we would all love to do this, is close your eyes and say, if we close our eyes, they'll go away. Because we are not the problem. People that are just going to work and would vote a certain way with common sense and just want to live a peaceful life. They don't want to fight with people... They want to try to do their best to to provide a a world in which is uh, productive for people, in which it can try to lift people out of poverty and give them a sense of meaning in their life, and as much to as many people as you can do that with that are that want to have that type of life, you know. Right. That you know that's a uh, I'd say that's a 
I know not everybody probably wants that, right? But right. I mean, I think that's a, a, a general way of looking at it, you know? And, uh, I mean, yeah, the, the, the answers to this are just, I don't even know where I was going with that, but I mean, really the answers to this are, 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 oh, oh, you can't close your eyes and pretend like it's going to go, it's not going to go away. Right. It's not going to go away. You know, we, we, those people that are causing this, even if they're a minority that are causing these issues, that are, that are fighting, trying to push these wars and they're, they're completely insider trading, fucking just ripping the country off at every turn. All rich. All of them are rich. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, like crazy rich. Like some of them have been in Congress and in government their whole lives and are just filthy rich. How does that happen? Oh, you know? sure. yeah. Backdoor deals, lobbyists. You know, you know. Corruption. So those, so those people are not going to stop until someone with ethics and and that can come in and just like Rand Paul said, and we can we can kind of wrap it up here and wrap short today. But just like Rand Paul said at the beginning about someone's got to have some type of damn sense here right. and, and be some type of barrier and opposition to say, and I'm saying it differently than he did, but no. Yep. No, that's not what we're here for. And, and as much as you like this train and everybody benefits off this train, enough's enough. Should have been stopped a long time ago. Should have never been started. Right. You know? And that's really the, uh, yeah, I mean, common sense, man. It yep. goes a long way. It goes a long way. It goes a long way in even helping other people understand your whatever plight it is that you're trying to get someone to either understand or you're trying to express to the world. Right. A little common sense goes a long way. Yep, and uh, you know, I think that the common sense in this situation should be to aim for de-escalation. You know, escalation in in this current world conflict is nothing that we want to see. And, uh, you know, with things like Finland and Sweden wanting to join NATO and all the uh, military aid being sent to Ukraine, that's just, that does nothing for de-escalation and it does nothing to save lives, ultimately. Even if the outcome isn't necessarily perfect or or, or what we want it to be, and even if the map changes a little bit... You know, you could, st- you know, it's it, it, a bummer for those people too. Right, I mean, it sucks you know, for sure. But I think that the only other option is just, you know, like we've said before, you're just gonna pretty much you're just gonna have NATO fight Russia right down to the last Ukrainian. Yeah, well, know? and then more people, and now then, more people are gonna right, die, you know, and the lines just, are gonna change even more. I mean, it's a uh, it's a real quagmire. And again, you know, I. I think foreign policy for me, what it matters to me is, is what it matters at home. And I don't think people realize the effects that it really has. They do understand, actually. The people do understand. We just saw Afghanistan. Remember how heartbroken everybody was watching that situation unfold? Dude, that situation... Made me sick to my stomach, man. I was never, I was never in Afghanistan. Right. I never had, you know, like literal blood and skin in the game. Watching that unfold for the Afghan people, for the country, for 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 the world was was 
humiliating and disgusting. So, yep. so, so the fact that we're here not even a year later is just un- unbelievable, man. It's, it, it's really almost as unbelievable as everyone let's shut down our business real quick. 14 yeah. days. That's how unbelievable it is. You know, like, when is this shit going to stop, man? Like, what is it going to take, you know, for them to just realize, like, it's not, this is not productive for people. For anybody, yeah. you know, I just and and that foreign policy affects that it affects us. It's obvious how bad it affects us. It, it, it not the only thing that affects us, but it definitely affects us badly, in so many bad ways. Uh, that it's just it's not good, man. It, I I just damn man. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. It's yeah. really frustrating, actually. The whole it, situation is just frustrating right now. Yeah, I mean, just seeing the and this hearing them answer questions, I can't even listen to it. I can't even listen to it to them answer questions about it and their bullshit and the lies and just stop. Yeah, you know, like just stop. I, I think I think that it's just it's despicable, man. There's nothing else to say. That's it. You know, that's it. Well, you want to wrap up uh, with anything, Levi? Man, yeah, I'd just like to say, you know, <laughs> thank you to to the people who have who have been listening to our show. Uh, recently, we did actually get a glimpse of the numbers. Yeah, and so we know that there's some of you listening. So yeah. you know who you are, and we thank you. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. for sure. We're, we we are, uh, you know, we're just a couple of dudes in a shack talking our mind. You know. Sometimes we might have an educated opinion or two. Sometimes we might be flying off the, off the limb, you know. But a completely we're completely uh, uneducated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you know, we're just trying to tackle the issues as we see them, just as two average, independent-thinking Texans, you know. So, thank you for listening to our opinions, and we'll see you again next week. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.